Welcome to Airwaves, the official podcast of the Naval Air Systems Command. I'm your host, Michael Lauren Prue. I don't know about you, but I'm always looking for ways to grow in my career. If you're like me, then today's conversation is for you. We're talking about the NAVAIR Leadership Development Program and the Journey Leadership Development Program. Lots of great information to cover today, so let's get started by introducing our guest. We have Ms. Julie Guy, Program Administrator for the NLDP Program, Ms. Kristen Henderson, Program Administrator for the JLDP Program, Mr. Matthew Stapora, and Ms. Sarah Rayleigh-Dale, current NLDP and JLDP participants. And joining us virtually from NOCTSD in Orlando, Florida, Dr. Jamie Ward, Program Manager of the NAVIR Leader Development Continuum. Thank you all for being here. Jamie, let's start with you. Tell us, what is the JLDP program and the NLDP program? What are your goals and overall mission? Great question. NAVAIR has done a great job of focusing on the leadership development of their employees. One of the things that we do as far as promoting our people, we usually promote them based on their technical abilities and help them grow in their leadership skills later on in their career. What we've done with leadership development is create a few different programs based on the leadership needs of the individual. Now, the Journey Leadership Development Program, for those um, more junior to mid-grade personnel that are starting to experience leadership duties and responsibilities, such as leading teams, leading some projects, that they need some basic leadership skills to be able to perform their jobs. As they grow into more senior positions, they can start looking at the NAVAIR Leadership Development Program, which is NLDP, to start looking at more intense leadership skills that they need to be able to perform. One of the things we do is we focus on competency development from when you come on board the organization till you retire. And these programs help identify and develop those competency skills across the board for everybody. So whether you are a junior member of our workforce or in a more senior position, these two programs really offer developmental opportunities at most points of your career. Christy, let's talk specifics. Who is eligible to apply for JLDP? For the JLDP program, all eligible NAVAIR employees that fall within the GS9 Step 4 to GS14 Step 4 categories or military participants in the E4 to E6 or the O1 to O3 ranks. And Julie, what about NLDP? Who can apply for that program? Yes, so the NLDP is for our mid to senior grade level employees, supervisory civilians who are GS-12s or the GS-12 Step 4 equivalent are eligible as well as all GS-13 to 15 civilians. And if they're from different pay bands, their equivalency should be that of a GS-13 Step 4. And it's also open to our military E7 to E9, the CWO2 to CWO5, and the O4 and above. Okay, so now we know who should apply. Jamie, tell me why someone should apply to be a part of JLDP or NLDP. How do these programs really benefit the participants? Most people during their career, especially early on, they focus on their technical abilities. But as they grow their duties start expanding to leading more people. As I was saying before, getting into these positions where they're leading people, leading projects, leading teams, they need these skills to be able to bring their team together. 
meaning that when you're more junior, you're usually working on a process by yourself. But when you're moving up into the chain of command, you're starting to lead more and more people. You need these skills such as oral communication, strategic thinking, conflict management, to be able to get your team moving in the direction you need them to do to solve the problems that Navier is having. When working as part of a team or leading a team, it requires a particular set of skills to be successful. How do you determine the skill set to focus on in each of these programs, JLDP versus NLDP? Great question. So when you're at the journey level, you're going to be focusing on competencies such as influencing and negotiation. These competencies help you with the skills levels that you need. The Office of Personnel Management had a lot of research to determining what skills people need at certain levels of their career. And that's how our programs are broken out. So when you're in those journey level, using the pay grades of the 9 to 13 area, when you start looking at that, what skills those people need, like influence and negotiating, accountability, decisiveness to help guide their teams. But as they move up, there's more detailed competencies that are used, such as conflict management, strategic thinking, entrepreneurship, that focus on how to, to organize and lead larger groups of people, the skills that you need. So clearly there's lots of benefits for the individual employee, but what about the organization? How do these programs benefit NAVAIR? So think of it this way. When we go to solve problems within NAVAIR, take the aircraft situation we had a few years ago, where only 50% of our aircraft were ready for mission, mission capable at a certain time. And SecDef said, wheels go ahead, we'll, we'll get everybody going to that 80%. So there's only certain things that we can control. We don't control the budget because that comes out of Congress. We don't control the spares because that's NAVSOP and the supply chain management side of the house. But we can control how we think about how we approach problems. With leadership skills, instead of maybe one person going into a problem, maybe we can bring a room of people to look at the problem and look at it differently. Looking at the conflict management, looking at the communication skills, all these leadership skills are going to help our senior leaders, leaders across the board, look at things differently. You might have the person in your office that knows the answer, but doesn't have the communication skills to be able to articulate that to be able to solve the problem. That's the great thing we're doing with leadership development is helping people understand those competencies and help create new environments where there are people that they can thrive. All right, so let's switch gears a bit and talk about the application process. Christy, how does someone apply to either of the programs and how does the applicant submit their application? So to start, I recommend interested employees start their application process early. Attend some of the events that we have scheduled to discuss the application and the ECQ writing seminars. So start early, share your application with your mentors, with supervisors, get recommendations to prepare for submitting your application. And when the time comes to be able to apply, we have a tool for the developmental programs called the DPT, the Developmental Program Tool. There is a form that will be accessible with an open and end date, which will all be publicized multiple times throughout the several events. And applicants will then apply using the DPT, submitting their application to their supervisor for a final signature. 
once someone has applied to either of the programs and they've been accepted, what should they expect? Christy, let's talk about JLDP first. What is the length of the program? Well, for the JLDP program, it is a one-year program. That one year is broken up into two six-month semesters. And Julie, what about the NLDP program? So the NLDP program is a maximum three-year program. The first two years are broken up into six-month semesters, just like the JLDP is. And that's where your core leadership courses will be taken one per semester, as well as your initiative-based requirements and activities. But then we give an additional year because we do require a rotation. And in case you're not able to get that rotation in within the first two years while taking your courses, you'll have an extra year to be able to complete that extra requirement. When we talk about these rotational assignments and the opportunities for on-the-job experience, how has COVID and the shift to a remote work environment impacted JLDP and NLDP? And how have you overcome these challenges? Jamie? That is a phenomenal question and something that we have been working on for a year and a half. So we rolled into COVID. This was before we had the ability to do Microsoft Teams, to be able to do Blackboard. We had been so set in our ways about doing face-to-face in classroom. This is the only way we can do it. Well, that was a leadership challenge. Just like we teach our participants, you're going to have to approach leadership challenges in a new way. So we started thinking about it. How can we do things in a virtual environment? We can't stop our leadership development classes because it's going to affect the workforce of the future. Because a whole new demographic and age group of employees are gonna be taking over leadership positions very quickly. We can't stop a leadership development. So we said, well, let's explore what tools we have, just like any other leadership challenge. You have only limited amount of tools. What tools do we have to help solve the problem? So our team, we looked at Blackboard and said, let's try a class. Let's see how it goes. The feedback we received was the classes were better than any other online class or virtual class that they attended because we use a lot of interaction. We use a lot of action learning, putting people in a role playing, a lot of great discussions. But sometimes the networking isn't as strong. One advantage of being a face-to-face class is if we're going to Washington, D.C. for the Washington Arena Seminar and we're sitting in the classroom all day, there's events after hours where the networking really happens. We've tried to duplicate that as much as we can in a virtual environment to be able to create the network. We've worked really hard to keep the classes going as fast as we can, as much as we can, and and as much depth. But there are some things that we've had to sacrifice because you just can't do them in a virtual environment. And we are fortunate to have two of those virtual participants with us today. Sarah, you recently graduated from JLDP. Tell us about your experience and what it was like to balance your regular workload with the additional responsibilities of JLDP. That's actually a really great question. I'll just simply state, I think it's fairly easy. The training and the lessons are broken out in a a well-paced manner, and you can take the training or or some of the classes like you normally would throughout your career to get your CL points. But I guess I would say my, my first time when someone had suggested me join JLDP, 
I was a little bit nervous. I was a little bit fearful and thinking that I would I was too busy and I didn't have enough time to do the work. And then the, the next time around, I was at a place where I really wanted to expand in my career and I was determined that time. And I networked with people who had done it prior who were past participants and I got feelers for them and, and got you know their real experience. And at that point, I knew that uh, that I could handle it. And then I got in, and I will I will also add that you know I had to finish my last year of JLDP during COVID times. So I had a baby home, two young children. So I had to take some full day. I think it was two full days of training, and and that was tough. But the instructor and the whole class was so supportive and understanding because we all had just life happening in the background that we I think we've all gone through that especially over this past year plus so I think that was really the most challenging but I really think that anybody if you are thinking that you might not be a good time everybody's life and balance is different but really think of it don't don't put those limitations on your on yourself thinking that you can't handle it because you're having a family or things with work make yourself a priority. And you are proof that that work-life balance is absolutely possible. So Matt, I'd like to hear your experience. How did you balance the work? Well, like Sarah found with JLDP, I didn't find the commitments to be too bad with NLDP. As Julie said, it's four one-week-long classes over about two years. So it's not an incredibly over-demanding tax. The reading, the books that we were provided, I thought I found those engaging and enjoyable. So that really didn't seem like a, a, a big commitment um, because I enjoyed it. I, I think the bottom line is, you know, if you apply just normal time management skills, like prioritizing your tasks at home and work, I think you'll do just fine. Sarah, back to you. What did you enjoy the most about participating in JLDP? Well, I can just say I got a new career out of it. <laughs> so I was actually, I was looking for that. I was looking for a change in my career and I used JLDP. I leveraged it as a springboard to do a rotation. Absolutely love that. And like I said, it, it did exactly what I was hoping for it to do and which was start a whole, you know, whole new career field. So I went from being a, a BFM for many, many years and now I'm in the career planning and development division along with Jamie and Julie and Christy. So I work with great people. And I would have to agree with that statement. So Matt, what about you? What was your favorite part about NLDP? So as I got the question yesterday and I was thinking through my answers, you know, what did you find most enjoyable? And that was really hard because there were so many things that I really found enjoyable. You know, the ECQs maybe were not enjoyable to create, but you know, how rewarding were they when you finished them and you had that product to move forward? The way Emergenetics is used throughout the course to increase your productivity skills and to help you overcoming challenges in, in your work and life. That was really awesome. The networks that you create with your, with your fellow classmates and the alumni that you build, those are awesome. But I thought, what did I enjoy the most out of this? And I, I really came to the conclusion that the thing I enjoyed the most were reading the books and getting to interact with the authors that were brought into our classes. For example, Dr. Heidi Kraft, who was a Navy psychologist, wrote about her deployment on Iraq in, in the book uh, called Rule Number Two. And another standout was Lee Ellis, who wrote the book Leading with Honor. And he wrote it about his experiences, leadership lessons learned from his five and a half years as a prisoner of war in the Hanoi Hilton during the Vietnam War. Both are 
stories are incredibly inspiring. The leadership lessons that they brought forward from these incredible and unthinkable experiences, I'll carry them forward throughout the rest of my career. The opportunity to ask questions and have conversations with these authors that, who are really experts in leadership, that was definitely the most enjoyable part of NLDP for me. So I really love both of your answers. It sounds like these programs really offer up a ton of opportunity and lots of really exciting activities. I might just have to apply this year. Speaking of that application, the window starts January 3rd and is open until February 14th, but you don't want to wait till then. Christy, what can prospective applicants do now to prepare? Okay, so there's many things that you can do to prepare and by opening the application window as early as we do it allows for the time to be able to put the work in and go out there and learn about the ECQs so go to the OPM website learn about the ECQs prepare to participate in multiple events that we have established for both JLDP and NLDP to help you with your application. So we have application seminars for both JLDP and NLDP on November 9th. That information is in NAVRU. You can register in NAVRU for those live events. November 10th, we have an ECQ writing seminar. So highly recommend attending both of those events to help you in preparing your application. And again, all of that is in NAVRU. We're also going to have Ask Me Anything seminars that are going to be live events that are during the application cycle for both JLDP and NLDP. So that while you're right in the middle of your application writing and reviewing, you're going to have an opportunity to come to a live event and ask Julie and Jamie and I your very specific questions about your application at that time as you're in the middle of developing your application. And I'm guessing that that in addition to even asking about the application, you can really just ask about experiences, right? And get that feedback as well? Absolutely. And by bringing in previous JLDP and NLDP graduates to review your applications and give you some of that input, you're getting that real life experience and feedback from people that are already in the program and have gone through the application writing process. Julie, we've talked a lot about the additional requirements and the potential for a rotational assignment. How can a supervisor best support someone who has been accepted to NLDP or JLDP? That's a great question. And my philosophy is that the supervisors are really key to the success of the participants' time in the program, as well as their entire career path. The supervisor is there to give advice, to give guidance, and to help them develop a roadmap towards their career success. They can give them insight into career opportunities, help them expand their professional network by providing opportunities for them to meet with other senior leaders that they think might be helpful to them. They can suggest shadowing opportunities with those people and just giving them the support to do the things that they need to fulfill their requirements making sure that they're allowing them to participate in the shadowing events and the diversity and leadership events, making sure that they're supporting their developmental assignments if they're in NLDP and getting a backfill for them while they're away at that six-month developmental assignment. And mentors too. Get a mentor now. Find someone who is a past or current NLDP or JLDP participant 
have them as your mentors. They can help you through writing your application and then maybe even introduce you to other people that would be better mentors for you as you progress through your career. So we're going to tap into the resources that we have with us today. Sarah, Matt, I want to hear your application tips. Time. Give yourself time. Don't think that you can just get this done in a night or two to write your ECQs because it it is something that you need to first think about. Think of something that you've done in your career to then to write about and and support. So I had done a lot of mini mentoring with people that were experienced either already in the program or other graduates. And so they let me review some of their ECQs just so I could get an idea of the flow. Then they reviewed uh, mine afterwards. And I had several people. So I didn't have one person reviewing all of my ECQs, I broke it out. So that way it wasn't too overwhelming because it's everybody's busy. It's kind of a lot to ask. And if you have questions, know that there's a network of people for you to reach out to. I agree completely, Sarah. Write your ECQs early, really early. Give yourself enough time to put them down for a week and pick them back up and then edit them, you know, when you have a chance to kind of let all the thoughts get out. Give yourself enough time for a few mentors more than one mentor to take a look at them and give you feedback on and incorporate it. And your mentors are probably busy, so you're gonna have to make sure they have some a good amount of time to, to, to look them over and get back to you. So yeah, write your ECQs early, it's gonna pay off. So I just wanna reiterate, you know, both of our participants are saying, and Christy and I both are foot stomping, start early, get ready. Now is the time to prepare. So uh, the NLDP application will open January the 3rd, 2022, and it closes February the 14th. And that means that your application must be in and signed by your supervisor by midnight on the 14th of February. And then the JLDP application opens on the 22nd of February, and it will close on April the 4th. So this is the time now. Take your time, go to these workshops, learn how to write the ECQ write-ups, get your application ready, and have multiple people review it so that when that application window opens and you go to the website, the developmental program tool, all you have to do is copy and paste what you have saved in your Word document right into the application, and there will be no last-minute rush to make sure that your supervisor has it in plenty of time to sign approval. All right, so I want to wrap up today with kind of your why. Sarah, why do you recommend the program to others? I think that if you're wanting to grow and expand in, in not just in your basic skills and training, beyond the technical skills, so if you're looking for leadership development, diversity, you're wanting to network, and having access to senior leaders and seeing how things operate from another level uh, that you may not have the opportunity to have again, it really gives you uh, the broader picture of what we're doing here at NAVAIR, and you just you get an inside scoop, and your experience just helps you grow, and, and how you do your work changes from that point on. And then, of course, like I said, for me, it was it was looking for a different career path, and I got that. I love that you say it gives you an inside scoop to the organization. Matt, over to you. Why would you recommend the program to others? Yeah, absolutely. So when folks ask me about applying to NLDP, I, I say it's the best training I've re- received at NAVAIR, hands down. The way this training improves your leadership skills, 
productivity, teaches you new ways to overcome barriers that are hindering your program's success, it's second to none. The culmination of NLDP is creating your leadership vision brief in the final class. This is your own unique vision. It'll guide your career and goals for many years to come. If you're considering applying to this training, please do. It's top notch. I want to thank all of you for joining us today. If you have any questions about NLDP or JLDP, visit the Career Planning and Development KMP. There you're going to find loads of information, resources, and links to both programs. And that's it for this edition of Airwaves. Thanks for listening.